Today is John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Friday. We got the best song ever playing. We got the weekend coming up tonight. You count Friday night as the weekend? You have to, right? Yes, absolutely. So so the weekend's coming up tonight, right? The weekend begins in X amount of hours for the different people. Yeah. Your weekend begins. It started noon today for some people. Yeah. Or people that don't have work on Fridays, like winters in the Northeast. Sometimes companies give from... No, that's in the summer. That's in the summer. Summer hours. Summer hours, yeah. Well, how are you doing today, Jake? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Had a uh, had a solid Thursday. Um, we have to do our official rankings now. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, to think, uh, trying to think of what number I put on it. I got a, I got a sound bite to lead us into this. I was trying to find like something in a movie where someone said like rank your day, but that was too easy. But there okay. is this clip from Dumb and Dumber. How was your day? It's pretty basic. I don't think it's worthwhile. It's basic. But it's Dumb and Dumber, so it's good. Right. Yeah, it was uh I think we had a a strong JJR yesterday. I don't know. Uh I met up with our mutual friend Jeff and got a had a couple beers with him cuz it was uh it was his birthday recently, and then I came back, did another Knicks podcast. I jumped on the Knicks Film School podcast, if anyone listens to that. Um, we had a good time, a uh, good, good mix of analytics jokes and what the eyes actually see. So what, I gave the day before a 6.1. I'll give yesterday, I'll give yesterday a 6.3. I improved upon it. Okay, wow. Big ups. Big yeah. changes. Yeah. Okay. How are you s- doing? Yesterday, uh, I gave I gave two days ago 5.5. Okay. Yesterday was pretty similar. I just worked a lot. Right. I did go visit Katie and get lunch at the Crab's Claw, and I got a nice, nice sandwich. I saw Katie, so that was nice. It's an improvement. I, an improvement than eating um, whatever I can just grab. As lunch in the kitchen alone. Sure. I cooked dinner for my grandma and Katie and I. And I cooked uh, this pork sirloin sirloin meal that is delicious. It's the best thing I cook right now, I think. My grandma loves it, so she came over. So that upped it because the day before I didn't have any nice meals, I don't think. Hmm. So we're moving up in the world. The website, like I said is inching and inching closer. I think it's going to be live on Monday. And it looks more like a real website and functions as a proper website should. Some changes still to be made, but I'm happy with the improvements there. The Yankees played. And it, was a, it wasn't it was as uh, as terrible as a game as the one earlier. Mm. And I told myself, you know, just put it on my third screen, not my main screen, and make getting work done a, a priority because some right. other games I had, like if it's the weekend and people are paying attention, I make working the game a priority so I can, because I know people are active, but I just told sure. myself beforehand, just if something happens in the background, make a cool video of it. And then Ottavino had an, a great, incredible inning. So I made, made a video out of that, that did, did the numbers are good for Instagram and Twitter. So mm-hmm. I liked that. So I am, uh, I am bumping my day up to the same exact thing you were doing. And I had this in mind for, I went five for five yesterday, 5.5. I'm 5.8. Nice, man. Just a small little bump. Just moving on up. Seeing Katie in the middle of the day, getting a nice sandwich, cooking dinner for my grandma, hanging out with her. It was all Gotta good. appreciate the little things. Yeah. Did you see my grandma? She's twice, twice in a row now featured on the singing cooking show on Instagram. Um, I saw you post a, a gram with her. I'm, I'm not sure. Singing dancing show? The singing cooking show. It's where I cook and I sing what I'm doing. Ah. I say, now it's time to rub the rub onto the food. 
it's a it's a crack up. Everyone. Yeah, always, I don't listen with volume. Everyone's always DMing me saying more of the singing cooking show. Well, we're like this is, and then my grandma she gives the review and I say, "How was it, Grandma?" And she says, "It was very good." And I said, "You have to sing it. It's a singing cooking show." She goes, it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> She's admittedly not a music person. She says in her quote unquote, I never cared for music much. Kind of in the same boat. No, it's like she didn't even listen to music her whole life. Basically, it's kind of kind of funny. I got some music news coming up on the show later on. Preview, 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 preview. Got anything else you want to get into the sports? We got a lot of sports. so I think it's not bad if we just jump right into it. Yeah, might as, might as well get there. Here we go. The Rangers lost to the Red Wings in a shootout. Pavel Buknovich had a nice game, Jake. He scored two goals. He looked like a playmaker out there. Uh, Henrik also a nice game. Henrik, but uh, they lose in uh, the shootout. Our darling little New Jersey Institute of Technology Highlanders lost to those dicks from Lipscomb. You know who is all over my case? Jordan Geck. Geck, why are you a Lipscomb fan? He's in the chat right now. Mm. Come on. We're in a team here. In the battle for... I thought Lipscomb was from Texas, you told me, Jake, right? Nashville. You got Nashville. It. And Gag is from Chicago. What's going on there? Uh, in the battle for last place, the Suns come up the losers by beating the Knicks. But all odds are the same for the one through three pick, so it doesn't really matter. Odell trade rumors continue to swirl with no real backing or sources or crediting at all. It's just, you know, reporters doing their thing in 2019. The Mets' great pitcher Tom Seaver has been diagnosed with dementia and is retiring from public life. And UConn lost to Temple 78-71. to Update from Gag in the chat. He said, I just know a bad pick when I see it. Wasn't a pick, Jordan. It was a hope. I was rooting for the team, not for the money. They got blowed out. Not as bad as our actual pick, though, which we'll get to later. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, But I'd I'd prefer that. Um, I'll I'll take that all day. I mean, you know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Pavel Buknovich. Yeah? You like him? 23? 23-year-old Rusky. Yep. Putting it together for the for the blue shirts right now? Yeah. Two goals yesterday. I mean, I I just <clears throat> I love watching this guy play because he's a six three, hundred and ninety six pound left winger who shoots left handed and he's from Cherapovitz in the Russian Federation. So that's why I like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of his. I mean, not only did he have two goals yesterday. But he also had a point two games ago versus the Washington, Washington's Capitals. And uh, a couple games before that, he had two assists versus the Devils. So I've been really enjoying watching his game. Yeah, I think interesting. Um, last year in 74 games, he had 14 goals and 29 helpers. This year, he has 15 goals in 50 games. So. 14 less games, he's eclipsed his goal total. Only 13 helpers this year, Jim. Yeah, he's decided to shoot more. Also, this is his second time with multiple goals in 2018 to 2019 season. So it's fun watching him get one. He's really hungry to get the next one. The Rangers are playing They're playing hard-nosed hockey right now, Jake. Really grinding out games, really giving it hell. Just can't seem to get the bounce to get the win. In there, yeah. Dad's right. life. That uh, yeah, reminds reminds me a little bit of my Yukon Huskies, except it's usually usually slightly more self inflicted. They lose to Temple last night, senior night. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean they just they go on these scoreless streaks, and that's a really bad strategy in basketball, and not like. Mm-hmm. Not like, wow, you know, three minutes scoreless. It's usually like five <laughs> five minutes or like eight minutes with three points, and you're just like, how can you guys be doing this? 
Um, so tough. They, uh, I think, unless, oh, I guess they could still do something in the conference tournament, but that sealed their fate that they'll be under 500 for the regular season. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. When's the first conference tournament championship game? Like, some have started a couple like days ago. Like, when you care about? No, no. Uh, I care about all, like, because the ones that, the ones that you don't care about are the ones that are the most exciting, because, like, one-bid conferences. Right. Um, I kind of care about watching those one-bid conferences, because I love a good celebration of, like, it was all worth it, even though we're going to lose in the first round. We're dancing, baby. Never know. That's, hey, Cinderella stories, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. 16 seed won last year, so now hope is... Everyone got hope. Hope springs um, eternal. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure. I would say I wouldn't be shocked if there's a men's team by this... We have one on the 10th, so that's Sunday. Yeah, so Sunday, I was gonna say, there's oh, usually that's the A Sun. There's usually one or two that happen just way too early, and you're like, okay, what, what? Um, but yeah, I mean, they'll start filing in next week. Okay, Jake. So on Sunday we have the Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament Championship. Okay, and we also have the Big South. Okay, I'm gonna need your. Er- oh wow! Tomorrow we have Ohio Valley. I'm going to need to get your picks on these because we're not going to talk to you again until these con- Once we talk again on John Boy and Jake Radio, these conferences are locked up. So in the Atlantic Sun Conference, we have the Lipscomb whatevers versus the Liberty whatevers. Who are you choosing? Where are you seeing this, Isaac? Do you want me to send you the, uh, the master list? Here. If you'd like. Here. I just Googled conference tournaments and there was the top link but i also did that and it was not the top link but you know how i work there you go i sent it to you okay and from there you can click on uh if you scroll down you can click on the tournament bracket for the conferences it says championship march 16th march 17th march 17th and Atlantic Sun, March 10th. A, A Sun is the 10th. Okay, so we need the A, A10, Big South, and then we should be able to get the others. What's uh, Missouri Metro Valley? At- Con- Metro Atlantic's the 11th. And Well, no, but that's Monday, so we'll talk about that Monday. You need okay. the Missouri, Con- Missouri Valley Conference, and you need the Ohio Valley Conference. Those are the four oh. that get okay. decided before we talk on Monday. So Ohio Valley's the 9th, so let, yeah, let's tomorrow. get that. Let's get that right quick. Okay, so Ohio Valley, Moorhead State, no, they, uh, they're they playing Moorhead State versus Austin P. They're playing today, it looks like. It's not set. Yeah, look, okay, so we're going to have to predict. Yeah, we're going to have to predict a couple games here. Oh, I think this is, I think Belmont's actually good. Bel- it's going to be Belmont versus Murray State. Um. You know what? Murray State turns it on. They've got your boy, Ja Morant, and they uh, they turn it on, get hot to, to get them a 15 seed in the tournament, and everyone will pick them as an upset. Nope. They get the 14 seed. Ja Morant goes off a la Steph Curry for Davidson. He's the new big thing. Okay. That's kind of what I said, just with a different seed. Yeah. Well, 15 seeds never go far, but 14 seeds, always a darling. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Um. All right. Yeah. So you're so you're counting out Belmont. We're taking the three seed Murray State to beat Jacksonville State, then beat Belmont. We're sluts. Yeah. Next. Next, we have. Let's just do. These are all Sunday. Let's let's go back to the Atlantic Sun. Lipscomb. Am I saying that right? I can't be. It's close. Close enough. Lipscomb versus Liberty. Uh Hey, Gag, you're in the chat. Is Lipscomb going to beat Liberty? He this did... is an easy Lipscomb win. Easy Lipscomb win? Oh, yeah. Liberty Liberty beat Jacksonville, and they beat North Florida. Liberty's trash. They are the two seed, so it's one versus two there. Lips, Lipscomb, by, Lipscomb by 12. My heart says Liberty, 
because they just crushed my Highlanders. Right. But my head says Lipscomb because they just crushed my Highlanders. Right. My body's telling me no. No, it's my mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yeah, yeah. Good good scene in uh, Without a Paddle. All right, next Mm. up, 2019 Big South. That's a really good conference name. Love the Big South. Like walking around like, oh, I was playing in the Atlantic Sun League. No one cares, but I was playing in the Big South. What's that? Mm. Sounds awesome. Who do you got here, Jim? Well, we have four. We have, it looks like we have eight teams still in contention. Yeah, a lot of, going to be a lot of predicting. <laughs> the number one seed is Campbell. Um, number two seed is Ratford. I don't know. There's eight teams in contention. Okay, here we go, real quick. Ready? Ratford's going to beat uh, Presbyterian. Winthrop is going to beat Charleston South. Campbell's going to beat Hampton. High Point is going to upset Gardner-Webb. Campbell's going to beat High Point. Winthrop is going to actually beat Radford. So it's going to be Winthrop versus Campbell in the championship, and uh, Winthrop's going to beat him. Damn, dude. I was going to take Winthrop. Uh, (laughs) I think you're putting a lot of emphasis on the throp. I don't know if they say that. I do. Charleston won yesterday. Charleston because won. Because you're Charleston doing that, won. I'm I'm going Campbell. They're Charles- so dominant in this league. You know, they got that one seed. They're they're just gonna roll. Did you hear the update that Jordan no. Gag said? Charleston beat Winthrop yesterday. There you go. So it's a good pick. <laughs> I'd still have faith in them. That's tough. That's right. tough. We're moving on to Missouri Valley Conference. Mm, one of my favorite conferences. I like the Big South more. Missouri Valley's got some talent, Jim. Okay. I mean, this is this is your team. Who usually comes out of Missouri Valley? Uh, I feel like Southern Illinois. I've heard of that, seen them banging around. Southern Illinois, Drake, Valpo, um, Jim, Loyola, Chicago's in here. You like them? <laughs> that's the. Uh, <laughs> that's your team from last year. What did they beat? They were the 16 seed that won. That's a uh, Lady Mary or whatever. Mary G- Sister Jean. Oh, Sister Jean, that's Saint. Yeah, I never got. So they're back. Uh, yeah, they're the, they're the one seed. Yeah, easy, easy. They're coming back. They're gonna come back and they'll get killed around one of the tournament because a team will be ready for them this year. All right, Jordan Gag says Bradley's got this one locked up. They got to beat nope. Missouri State, then they got to beat Loyola. Nope. I think these just haven't been filled out is what's happening. They're PDFs. I think a lot right. of these games have been played already. A couple of them, yeah. Anyway, I got uh, I got Drake winning this. You've got Drake winning this. And then Drake's going to take a picture in a Drake jersey, and then they're going to lose. Drake and Drake. I'm there. Has Drake supported Drake yet? I don't think so. That seems like a huge miss. Seems, well, for the university, yeah. Yeah, why don't they just send him all their gear? Tough guy to get his address. I have it. You have Drake's address. Yeah, I have a buddy who does Hollywood tours, and he gave me all the addresses on the on the sly. No, I've been sending you don't. Him, I've been sending him your dick pics. You're fibbing. Okay. <laughs> Can you sign this picture of my friend Jake, and it's just a close-up of your dick. That's what you've been doing on the slide. Yeah, I've only gotten a couple returned. What's your friend's name? Mandy Moore signed it. Jack Nicholas signed it. And What's those your are the... friend's name? George. I can't tell you his last name. Right. Tour Guide George is what he goes by. Tour Guide George, the TGG. Yes. Wow. See, you know him too. Okay, not sure what that was. Um, <laughs> what about Odell? Let's go to Odell. Everyone's saying they're going to trade him. The GM has come out and said, I didn't pay Odell to trade him. This is a lot like baseball. I feel like, is is media changing? Or is the public just more involved now? Like in 1980s, these reports and rumors 
were they still as prevalent? They were just in newspapers. And so like Joe in Nebraska wasn't reading a newspaper and then also conversing with George from Hollywood about it and being like, yo, this is nonsense. It was like you went to your local diner, you read the newspaper and then you talked to whoever you could find that also was interested that you actually physically crossed paths with. So like, was this always prevalent? Just nonsense reporting about rumors. And now it's just a problem because the whole world's connected and everyone's like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. It's little column A, little column B. It's Odell tweets out a picture of him with the crying face and the zipper mouth emoji. And that gets over, you know, over 20,000 likes. Um, So people start speculating what... Oh, shoot, what does that mean? Is Odell next? Landon, well, Landon Collins just went. Is he laughing at that and now he wants out? And then his next post is a why so serious video montage of him and the Joker doing different things. And so anytime you throw the Joker into it, people start going crazy. That video gets over 50,000 likes. So then it's just a, a straight speculation fest. And then his last couple videos have just been highlights of him for the Giants. Um, but people just want to take it and run with it. I'm a fan of all the social media stuff. If I was like a player, I would love trolling fans. Oh, sure. With emojis and stuff like that. And just like, you just, you just, you're on a date or you're with a buddy and you're like, watch this. I bet I can just, I'll just give 10 articles right now in the next, I'll, I'll tweet out an emoji and 10 reporters have to scramble and write an article. Watch the power I have, babe. And just tweet out zipper face emoji. And then you just show her the responses and all the articles. Begin to... Look, this guy just wrote 70 serious words about this emoji I just sent just to show you that he would write 70 serious words about it. I do that nonstop. Okay. I think I like that game. It's hilarious. The reporters reporting on the emojis, they're the problem. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's what you're saying. I mean, and not a ton of these guys are, like, there weren't a lot of reporters that were like, oh, Odell tweets faces. Like, none of the big guys are doing that. Um, But we did see the big guys get in the weeds of the the Antonio Brown situation, which we'll talk about soon. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go. Go there. Go there. I'm gone. Fight song. Jimmy, 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 can't you see? Antonio Brown just hypnotized me. Antonio Brown is going to Buffalo. Uh, scratch that, reverse it. He's not going to Buffalo. Uh, Rappaport and Shefty get tripped up on that one. We'll talk about it. Broncos, Super Bowl is coming, coming to town. Now that we got Flacco, Flacco, we can get rid of Case Keenum. Uh, they're swapping like a sixth and a seventh round pick, and the Broncos are eating half the money. That's how good Case Keenum was for them last year. LeBron going on a minutes restriction because the Lakers suck. Um, and I think they kind of want to lose and get into the pick game a little bit, especially with the draft odds being different. Nurkic, your boy, Yusuf, ejected. Uh, Thunders, Blazers, little tussle and OT, Jimbo. Dustin Pedroia, oh my God, we haven't seen him play baseball since May. He plays one inning for the first time. And MLB office wants your lineups before the public gets them because they want it to affect the Vegas odds making, which is starting to become a little scary. Jim Beheim should have been Tri-State News cleared of wrongdoing in the fatal accident. Syracuse doesn't land in my Tri-State. Okay. It's too north. It's too north. It's, it's like Buffalo. Okay. But uh, Case Keenum, you upset? Losing out Not on the Broncos? Are you Not happy with I... the Are you happy with the return, or is this nothing for nothing? Don't care about the return. This for me was, um, as I've mentioned before on the show, I think football's biggest thing is it can be a quick turnaround league, which, a.k.a. it's why the draft is so popular, because you have hope. You hope you could get this guy, this guy, this guy, and the coach turns it around, and this guy's healthy, and 
you know, our our six and six and ten team could be ten and six next year. That's the NFL. And uh by trading young case and getting Flacco Flacco, I was like, okay, this kinda sucks. Um like are these two competing for a job? Who do I want to win? Um, at least now that it's just Flacco, I can be like, okay, hopefully they'll draft someone decent in the draft. And I can be like, okay, maybe Flacco catches some minutes or catches some fire. Maybe he can pass on some words of wisdom to a young blood. Um, there's a chance for hope again at the quarterback position. Nice. You got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterback. So they were like, let's get rid of one of them. Bingo. Bingo. Antonio, Antonio Brown's the story, though. Oh, yeah. Ian Rappaport said it was official. Brown said fake news on the Instagram thing. He since deleted that comment. But it's and now there's reports because first I was following along and there was reports saying the deal was done, but Antonio Brown said he's not going to play there without a new contract and he would just retire and sit out. So the deal got scrapped. And then I also read reports saying the deal was never even really that close. So. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Um, Like, I think Schefter just had a tweet that was something like, um, like the deal was dead on Wednesday. (laughs) It's like, okay. So how did this leak out Thursday? And how did we believe it was real? And I think... uh, I, I think I think Shefty's Shefty's taking a shot at Rappaport's reporting game too because they're bitter rivals in the breaking news world, right? And so why do, why do people want to do that job? <laughs> we we talked about this when we interviewed Craig Calcaterra on Talking Yanks, right? And talked about how like there's five guys in the MLB that seek breaking news, like Rosenthal, Buster Only, Joel Sherman. And uh, but like I'd even say someone like Buster only like he doesn't try to break news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, so yeah, but it, yeah, you're right. So it like Woj, Schefter, Rappaport are in a, this weird league where like that's their thing, right? Shams. And it's like, do you know that there's people that report and write without that? Yeah. Like people just analyze stuff and people appreciate that. It's a game for them, I guess. Yeah, it's like competitive and it's knowing more people, I guess. I I don't know. That's their business. And I I told you this uh probably a little while back. I I remember Woj was on a Rosillo pod and uh Rosillo said he's like, All right, Woj, you, you, you get to you get to own an NBA team tomorrow. Like, however it happens, you own an NBA team. Who are who are some of the GMs you'd you'd wanna hire? And he's like, I, I realize you can't fully play favorites here, so you know, I could let you pick a couple guys. And he like he did not compute. He was like, I wouldn't want to own an NBA team. And Russell's like, no, man, it's a game. <laughs> like we're we're playing a game here. And uh he's like, Man, I already have my dream job. Like, I wouldn't want to own an NBA team. And Russell was like, What? <laughs> you, this is your dream to be up twenty hours a day? Trying to be the first to announce 10-day free agent signings. Three cell phones at all times. Like it's, uh, it's a little bizarre. Yeah, Shefty was just on part of my take. He was like, the only vacation I've had in the past five years, I was gone two days and news broke, and I was like, I have to do this. And it's like, geez, sounds awful. Yeah, that sound awful. I wouldn't want to. As long as they're happy. So what do you think? Do you think Antonio Brown nixed this? Do you think it was just never in place? It was, when it came out, everyone had the initial reaction. They're like, yo, it would be cool if he was sweet for the Bills and Josh Allen and whatever. But then everyone was like, yo, but the Bills are bad. Josh Allen's kind of not good. And Buffalo's like the last place Antonio Brown wants to be. So this sounds like an absolute nightmare. And... (laughs) Before it even became that, it was already shot down because I think every everyone knew that. I think there was definitely a little bit of the Steelers organization that was like, yo, if we could get 90% of what we're looking for and send AB to a crappy town, like, let's do it. 
um, because he did like he sabotaged part of their season essentially this year. Um, so I don't know. Our uh, uh, our buddy Bobby on Simple Man Radio, right. which he's going to be on the show Monday because we have an announcement. We're joining teams. What? <laughs> but anyway, he I've been listening to Simple Man Radio, and and he he thinks that the Steelers should just keep Antonio and not play him and just be like, that's how that game works. They could. I mean, they just did that with Le'Veon Bell, and then it's um. I mean, it just becomes a conversation like, are you as a franchise really flexing your muscles or did you just have two of the best players in the league fully sit out back to back years? Like, or like you, you don't have control of your own players, too. Right. I mean, but even making them sit out the, the year, like, is that controlling them? Like, that's no, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Mean, controlling, yet- controlling them would have been like never allowing these problems to occur. But clearly there's dysfunction in the organization's growth of players. Yeah, I, I think they, um, I think Le'Veon kind of caught them by surprise because, I mean, you could say that. I mean, Le'Veon, that was the first time this, like, ever really happened. Um, like, they definitely didn't think it would go down that road, and they tried to call his bluff, and <laughs> nobody, nobody did it. With Antonio Brown, I think this is more... I mean, this happens often. A, a disgruntled player basically says, I want out of town, and you just trade him and move on. Yeah. Like, if you just, if, if the Steeler, if the Steeler, Le'Veon not playing last year looked really dumb for him. If they make Antonio Brown not play this year, it just looks really dumb for the Steelers. But I think Steelers fans would love it. A little bit, but I mean, Antonio Antonio Brown is also like a diva. Like he's done Dancing with the Stars. He did Mass Singer. So like he would probably love it. He'd be on all the TV shows. Like I don't think that would hold Antonio Brown back at all. Did you watch any of Mass Singer? No. I watched one episode with my family and my parents came over. It's it's it was brutal. The whole thing seemed too hot for me. They needed to reveal the singer at the end of each episode. Right. But they didn't. I was like, I got to oh. tune in again to find out who the singing horse was. Like, so I'm not doing you. that. Yeah. Well, no, I. <clears throat> I think in the games. earlier episodes, I think they revealed one per ep. Like there was like elimination rounds. And then I'm assuming they got down to like a final four or something. I don't know. Maybe. It's like Deal or No Deal when we were freshmen And, like, in people college. knew who it was. Like, I saw after the first episode, someone was like, yo, T-Pain is the monster or whatever. I think some, like, it was easy to guess. Some, like, Tory Spelling was hard to guess. Sure. But uh, Deal or No Deal when we were freshmen in college, 2009, right. 2008, 2007, 2008, was so popular. Remember, they yeah. kept upping how many millions it was. <clears throat> and I was interested. We were, like, watching the dorm room. And then me and my dorm doormate found this YouTube channel that just condensed it to literally pick the suitcase, show the suitcase, pick the suitcase, show the suitcase. And it was a two minute video. Mm. And I never watched another episode of Deal or No Deal again, because after watching the condensed version, I was like, could not take the drama and the just like, will it be? Yeah, you got Howie doing his thing. You got the banker. You've got the pretty girl oh, the aspect. Banker. It's a, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Meghan Markle was one of those girls, and now she's married to a prince. Now she's going to be the queen. Maybe. There need to be a lot of deaths. There have to be some deaths. Everyone <laughs> dies, though. So <laughs> She's probably like seventh in line right now. Everyone dies. Okay. That's great. That's good. Good news. We're good. We, we're good with the national news. But Beheim uh, officially cleared of his wrongdoing. Oh, <laughs> this MLB news is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. So they used to, the MLB uh, managers would submit their lineups to the PR teams and then they would submit them to whoever, uh, whatever. Now the MLB wants them to send their lineups officially to Vegas first with the MLB offices, which is essentially Vegas. Right. So which is they, connected to Vegas. Yeah. So they have the lineups. So this would affect the lines. But it could still sneak out. Like the mat, like it, okay, the mat. The if the 
if this was to stop betting on baseball from within, like the manager still knows. But I mean, who was who are they preventing? What's the advantage here? I don't even know. At at first, I thought the whole thing was going to be like. At first, what I thought it was was like the managers make the lineup and then sometimes they make changes or like last year we saw the gamesmanship pick up with openers with, um, you know, if you're, if you are starting an opener, then maybe we'll start this guy, blah, blah, blah. There was like a little more of a chicken dance last year. And I, I think they want to cut out the riffraff, but I, I think <laughs> the reason they do want to cut out the riffraff isn't because of any of the gamesmanship. I think it's because now Vegas Vegas and other places are in on baseball gambling and they don't they don't want to deal with any of that. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't really yeah. know the full like I can't wrap my head around it. I've been trying to read a lot of articles to find out like what's to gain, what's to lose, who's to win, who's to lose from all this and I still can't really figure it out. Vegas I guess, games. I mean, could you do tricky stuff with someone like a like a John Heyman type like if the Yankees like if the Yankees gave him a lineup that had two people slightly off and then he posted it to Twitter and then they were like, oh, no, the Yankees just submitted the official lineup. Like there's no skin off the Yankees back, right? Yeah, but that never happens. So like they have, they 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 tape the official lineup to a wall and then all the beat reporters run and take a picture of it and tweet it out. Like no right. one really has it before that happens. But you can so still I just, scratch I guess just and before lineups. the beat writers get there. Maybe the beat writers were tweeting stuff out before Vegas could change the odds. So okay, so so, so someone could be on their phone in Vegas and be like, "Oh, the Yankees aren't playing Judge or Stanton today. Hit the under on the runs or something like that." Okay, yeah. So maybe that, that's what's that seems yeah. to be. That would be make a ton of sense. All right. Oh, and the uh, the Thunder Blazers. Did you see any of that game ending? The ejection was not. lame. Is it worth it? Is it good for the NBA? No, the injection, the it was pretty lame what happened. Like he took an elbow, he kind of he kind of flopped, but he did get hit. But anyway, he's on the line. The guy on the line um missed his first. It was the guy for the uh Thunder. No, for the Blazers. I think he said they hadn't he hadn't shot a free throw all game and he missed both free throws. Sure. Like he missed his first. So then he had to intentionally miss the second to try and get the rebound so they can put two in to tie it. And he intentionally missed it. And then the ref called a foul on someone on the thunder on the rebound to put, to put that guy back at the line. And then he made both those and they went to OT. Hmm. I'm trying to catch up. Yeah. It looks like, Westbrook just tossed Nurkic, um, which is kind of fun. Little guy on big guy. Yeah, tossed is. I think it was. I think it was like fifty fifty on. I've done that block. move before. You got to put some body weight into it. Did that in a flag football game once. Um, who won this game? Thunder, I believe, because Nurk Nurkic said, "Like I got ejected. I cost us the game." Was one of his nice. quotes. Wasn't worthy of an ejection, in my opinion. Oh, he headbutted him. So maybe I don't know the official. Yeah, they don't. No, no sports like the headbutt. Yeah, the Thunder won an OT. But did you see the last free throw shot and the foul that put him back at the line? I did not, and I'm probably not going to get there. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Right. Whoa, whoa! Half time. Look in the mirror and I ask myself. You remember when we pre-recorded halftime shows? Do you, is there any that I never did? I don't know. Like, probably. Here we go. Let's try this one. Boy. Thank you for listening to the first half of John Boy and Jake Radio. Now we've got a special treat of a halftime show. Jake is going to name as many colors as he can in 10 seconds. Jake, are you ready? Yes. Timer set on your mark. Get set. Go. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, maroon, dark maroon. Beep, beep, maroon beep, beep, five. beep. Good job, Jake. A bunch of colors and a band at the end. Back to the show. I think we did play that one before. 
content. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the news. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock, time for the news. The UK, which is short for the United Kingdom, which includes Britain, Wales, and Scotland, will start their porn, and Northern Ireland, will start their porn block on April 1st. But you can unlock it by handing over ID, your ID, or buying a porn card for five euro. Be funny if they were just like, April Fools, do they do that over there? A dean is stepping down over her university's decision to drop Chick-fil-A. A scientist discovered a jellyfish-like creature has a disappearing anus. Mariah Carey's former business manager allegedly exposed her breast to, her, to the singer's staff and urinated on her assistant, according to her cousin, who is suing her. A Mumbai man's second wife killed the third wife with the help of the first wife's daughter and her boyfriend. A sinkhole nearly the size of a football field forms at a zoo and ancient sturgeon fish may be returning to New York Hudson's River. I didn't know that there was life in the Hudson River. I don't think there is. China is building the world's highest bridge. It's a uh, top of a skyscraper and then like a block goes along. It's pretty badass looking. It's called the Crystal in Chongqing. It is three times the length of the Statue of Liberty. And a little music news, which I promised you. The Black Keys released their first song in five years. I listened to it. It's not bad. Going to give it a second and third listen. And Vampire Weekends, Jake's top 15 band, has a new sound. And it's being compared to jam bands of yesteryear, which I don't think Jake would enjoy. I read the news today, oh boy. Well, you enjoy like anything, really. But I think... Old Vampire Weekend. I don't think you're going to enjoy it as much as Old Vampire Weekend. Should have said. I don't know, man. A lot of the shows and stuff I do go to is jam band type stuff. I was raised on some fish and and all of it. Okay. So I'd, I'd I may be mistaken. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You gave an opinion. I think it's going to be wrong. I'll listen. I'll listen to my Vamp Weekend. Um. Black Keys. I guess we're starting with the music. You're, we're, we're so excited. I like some Black Keys songs. There's a, I like the other member, Dan Auerbach. He did a stuff on his own. I like him. But I listened to this new Black Keys song. It's pretty good. Okay. Black Keys were like a real big deal for a while. It's a, what, what are their big songs? What's, what's everyone listen to when they turn on the Black Keys? Oh, uh, that's actually a really good question that I'm not positive because I, I know the songs that I like, but I don't know if those were like Rubber Factory was one of their biggest hits. I think this was a popular one. Sound familiar? A little bit. What's the title of that? 10 a.m. Automatic. Okay. Lonely Boy was a big one. What about the night? Oh. Make a change. Go from sweet to the rain. Yeah, we know that one because we shot a music video in which I failed. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know if Lonely Boy's that popular or it's just the most played because it's newest. This is their new song. Well, that <laughs> depends what you think popular. Yeah. Well, because it's the top of Spotify, but that's that that comes into like recently most played, not like right. all time most played. Because I think that's a newish song. And uh, it was their first two albums that people liked the most. I'm a lonely boy. Uh, lonely Boy has 96 million views on YouTube. And I think is their most, most viewed song music video. Nice. Might be their most popular then. That's a better, that's a better test than the Spotify test. Yeah, Lonely Boys, Tighten Up, Gold on the Ceiling. See, Gold on like, the Ceiling was new. Like <clears throat> they were when they were at their heyday. Gold on the that Ceiling was seven had years it. ago. Yeah, they haven't put out music in five years. Yeah, but that's not their newest thing, then, right? 
<clears throat> what I'm saying, they were at their peak. Like when gold, gold on the ceiling came out, it was like, oh, there was a new Black Keys album because they were already so famous. What got them famous was the Rubber Factory album and the album before that. All right. But Gold on the Ceiling is a good song. I like that one. Cool. How about this guy? I want to go here. This Mumbai man. This is why you don't have more than one wife, Jake. Mm. The, his second wife killed his third third wife. And to kill her, she enlisted the help of the first wife's daughter and her boyfriend. Yeah, this is just people getting too excited for Game of Thrones to come back. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's all this is. This needs some family drama. Let's kill the third wife. Yeah, we'll get the... the Yeah, this second wife gets the first wife and her boyfriend. Kill, kill wife three. April 14th, Game of Thrones is back. What I don't get here is you're the second wife, right? Right. So, like, you're, you're jealous that a third wife came into play, but you did this game, babe. First wife didn't kill you. I think there's a lot of different dynamics here. I mean, I, we, we grew up in kind of the divorce generation. There's a lot of families that, you know, the divorced couples and their new families are all friendly and do holidays together and stuff. So I'm guessing wife one and two and everyone involved were still cordial and everyone hated wife three. So they were like, well... You think they got? Her. You think there's divorces involved? I don't know. I think I don't this know is, how the, I the think wife is, system works in India. Yeah, I think it's polygamy. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah, maybe. I I don't I don't know all the dynamics involved. Either way, same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, interesting. I don't know. I don't know if that's how it works. I thought it was more of a polygamy story, which I thought was funnier. I mean, even if it is, I think same situation. Like, all right, yeah, wife one and wife two. Yeah, with this, this is a party. I mean, the first first wife's daughter and her boyfriend. A lot of moving parts. It's it sounds like Game of Thrones. It sounds like you're explaining a Game of Thrones scene the next day to someone. Okay. What about uh, <clears throat> you? Porn being blocked in the UK. You upset about this? Yeah, I've heard a little bit about this. I haven't deep dove into it. Well, deep dove into some of it. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like another way for the government to track you and make a buck. And um, I mean, not saying that in a Ron Swanson way, but I don't know. I mean, how else do you even describe this? I don't know. Are, does this cross off the UK as your, as your I need to visit list? <clears throat> no. Okay. Does it for you? Uh, no. We're gonna try and go on to London this year. After wow. April. Yeah. Katie's trying to get you off the stuff. Ha! She's working with the Brits. Episode two of Game of Thrones. Our uh, our dream that we've been saving up for. Like, hey, if we ever have money and time, sure, we want to go to Scotland. I want to okay. go to Scotland for you. Done Ireland. Love Ireland. I have relatives there, so it's also nice to see them and stuff. Mm. I did Paris. I never I I never did London or, or England. I did when I was eight, eight years old. There you go. Never been to Europe. Europe. It was when we lived in Australia. It was cheaper. Never been Australia. Yeah, when we when my family lived in Australia, it was cheaper to buy a plane ticket that like stopped in London, Paris, Germany, and like mm. a, like a one night layover, than to just fly. So I was like, okay, it's cheaper, including hotels and stuff. I think my dad's company was paying for it. Let's go see these three places real quick. My dad got so ripped off by these French people in front of the Eiffel Tower. Nice. Just they conversion rated his ass so bad. Nice. He paid like. $80 for these little birds that you fly and they're like have batteries that flap their wings so they actually fly for a bit. You throw them and they fly for a bit and then they come back. But they're really cheap. And my dad was talking to the guy forever and he walked back to the family and, and my mom was looking at him and my dad goes, I think I just got ripped off. <laughs> mm. Classic. 
Oh, Mariah Carey's former business manager. Yeah. I wanted to tell you about this. She had a line in here. It's kind of weird. So for the backstory, which no one cares about, she sued Mariah Carey because she said she was fired for wrongdoings. And she said Mariah Carey is always naked and a mess and like terrible. And they settled. And they're like, fine now, I guess. And then she turned around and she sued her cousin, who's her attorney. So she sued Mariah, settled that. Now she's like, who else can I sue? She sued her cousin, who's an attorney, saying that her cousin has been holding money from her uh, as her lawyer. She owes her money. And and the cousin countersued and was like, she's terrible. She, She says she revealed her breasts to people. But then when you read the article, it says she would walk around asking people to smell her breast to see if she smells bad because she couldn't shower. Mm. So that's much different than like your 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 normal flashing. Yeah, I, I clicked the article uh, and I read a little bit of it and then I got out of there immediately because it was just like she's a bad woman. She used to drop like the N-bomb. She used to just degrade people. She's She's like... Like, if you saw this, this is like an entourage character. They'd be like, okay, dream up, you know, we're, we're you know, we're, we're going to do something with Mariah Carey, but we heard her business manager's a little, a little off-putting, so you guys are going to have to deal with that. And then you meet her, and she's this cussing, pissing, <laughs> peeing on people, uh, making them smell her. So, yeah, bad person. Yeah, I like this line. She would go up, she would tell men, uh, she would walk up to a man, men, and say, "My heels are bigger than your dick." Mm. If someone, just like a false sense of like bravado, because if a woman said that to me, I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, cool." You haven't heard that before. That's a popular line. No, I know it's a popular line. Like she's not being original, but just in general, that line is like, "I don't, I don't care. Your heels look annoying to walk in." Boom. Right. That's I probably you. uncomfortable. Yeah, they're probably uncomfortable and doing damage to your body so boom roast mine's very comfortable so yeah it doesn't get in the way at all at all (laughs) do we have any other stories you want to talk about we got some time uh jellyfish disappearing anus doesn't do a ton for me no because because you know what we're gonna click this link i just clicked it and the first word is scientist discovers so i know it's gonna be a letdown scientists are great at headlines terrible at execution of a compelling story I think the one we, and it's Tri-State News, Jim, the dean of Ryder University is stepping down from her post because they basically decided to uh, to drop Chick-fil-A from a list of possible campus additions. Um, and I guess there's religious stuff yeah, tied Chick-fil-A, in. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is anti-gay, and they don't serve on Sundays. They're like, they mix religious and business pretty heavily, which is their prerogative in and out. So right. but the same way they have Bible verses on the bottom of their soda cups and shit like that. But I think, uh, I mean, I mean, I would guess her thing is like they mix it fine, but we can't We just because they do. We shouldn't like I'm with her. Like I don't like what Chick-fil-A stands for at all. Right. I, but I like their food and I don't, I think it's stupid to, to let that mingle. Like, they let it mingle. That's their prerogative. Two wrongs don't make a right. Like, I'm not going to let it affect our business. Whatever. Right. We can be the bigger person here. Out of stepping down seems crazy. I'm sure that there was a lot of conflict. And yeah, this was the and that's... Um, uh, Ryder University went against the Christian values. And I mean, I guess I guess that's the thing. Because I'm trying to see what what Chick-fil-A has done... It's accused of donating millions of dollars to anti-gay organizations. Um, and it says this is like pre-2012. So I don't, I mean, I need a little more evidence. I don't know the full story. Um, I mean, what I do know is, I mean, Chick-fil-A is kind of everywhere now. Not that that makes it okay. Like that's being like, okay, Michael Jackson was everywhere. Um, we look back and say that was pretty bad, but. I mean, they're they're essentially a church that sells chicken. That doesn't really preach to you. It's pretty subtle. They're preaching. Right. And I mean, it's like, 
this isn't a story everywhere. I don't know. I mean, it's just a ridiculous. Oh, 2019 I, I, I found a spin where I would agree with not supporting Chick-fil-A. Okay. And I don't know if this happens. Maybe it does. And this is why, uh, you know, LGBT community says stop supporting them. If Chick-fil-A takes profits and gives them to organizations that are pro like bad, like they're bad, like they're literally like spreading hate and for for sure. uh, gay people and like that. If they're using their money to then support people like that, like if does Chick-fil-A get into the politics game? Do they back anti-gay politicians and and stuff like that? Cuz then I would be like, yeah, I'm out. But I don't know. I, I just I just don't know with nowadays, like, does that mean that Chick-fil-A supports like one Republican? Like, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. The the article that was linked in this article was an article from again, 2012, and it was an accusation. So I don't know what was proved. I think this would be more of a thing worldwide. I mean, I live in Denver. There's Chick-fil-A's out here, and this is one of the most liberal places in the world. And yeah, Bay nobody Area really them. cares. They just Serve you chicken. Yeah. Chick-fil-A gave uh Chick-fil-A opened in my town in in Connect in Pleasanton. And it was uh like if you bought one of the first one hundred sandwiches, you got a free sandwich for life. First okay. twenty customers got a free sandwich for life, which is really they break it down to a free sandwich for life is like once a week for five years, whatever it is. Right. And I was saying if people cared about people you round up all the homeless people within the 10 mile radius and you put them online two days ahead and just say, be homeless here for the next two days. And you're guaranteed a sandwich every week for the next 10 years or whatever it was. So why didn't you do that? Because I have no money and I have no, I wrote a blog about it and I posted it to the Reddit stream of the town. Said someone do this. I'm offering wow. my idea here. Execute it. Help so the you, help. You support Chick Fil A being against the LGBTQ community. See, someone could spin it like that for sure. Yeah, I was trying to help the homeless. That's the world we live in. Yeah, that's the world we live in. That's the world today. What do you no, say? With the world, mama. Where's the button? Better the day, it's the better the day. Better the day, better the day. Better of the day, better of the day. Jakey, Jakey made a big mistakey thinking Iowa was gonna cover. Update. I texted, I tweeted at Mitch, no beer in heaven. I said I was waiting for his reply. I said, fuck it. I'll agree with Jake. As soon as we ended the show, he replied and said, hammer Wisconsin. There's no way Iowa covers. He was correct. I think they got blown out by about 20. 20. Did the under hit as well? Um, I think it did. I think it did. I'm uh, I'm not looking at it right now, but I believe it did. Oh yeah, it definitely did. So um, all the advice we got was good, and we and I wanted to take the under. I I said that, but I just I had to go with my heart there, and uh, it's dead wrong, dead wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's a blowout, and that's how it goes. So now um, it comes down to this, Jake. You're two and two on the week. Are we gonna have a winning week here? Or are we gonna have a losing week? I mean, I'm gonna have a winning week. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I can. I'm a loser. You're a loser, baby. So why don't so you why kill don't me? Kill me. Um, you know what? I'm going to go to an over-under. And Jim, I'm going to go off of something I saw live this year. The Denver Nuggets going to face the, your, Golden State Warriors. You lost this bet last time. I lost this bet last time. I I said going into the game, and it was almost it was the reverse situation of yesterday. I was like, "Yo, I think I should just take the over because these teams are gonna kill it." And then I was like, "You know what? No, my Nuggets want to make an impression. Scratch that. Reverse it. Golden State was pissed at them and went full throttle and scored the most first point quarter points ever. Ever. Um, 
So, Jim, I'm kind of. Uh, What's the line? Uh, now I'm now I'm I'm walking it back a little bit. No, light light's too short. Um, so it, the spread is uh, the Warriors are favored by six and a half. Okay. Um, and so we've got a mix of thing here because we have the revenge factor for the Nuggets doesn't exist. Okay. Um, just <laughs> mentioned them getting blown out at home. Yeah, but Warriors are just gonna. It's more of the Warriors proving it wasn't a fluke. That's a bigger factor. Right. So you got the six and a half points there. But now I'm getting scared because I'm wondering. So, Jim, the Nuggets are one game back of the Warriors for number one in the West. Oh, wow. Hammer the Warriors. Okay. So you're you're full on the Warriors. See, I I don't all know. Of that, I think All of that adds up to the Warriors are going to just big brother them again and be like, yeah, we're the fucking real deal here. Not you. I think I think the Warriors aren't going to roll out the full red carpet, and I think the Nuggets have this got to prove. I think the six and a half is tricky. I could see I could see the Nuggets throwing up bombs late to uh, to make it closer than that. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Life's too short. These two teams are doing the future of basketball. Over under is two thirty three, two thirty three, and I take the over. I'm doing it. Okay, so you're going over under. Yes. 233 and you're taking the over. Do the math for me. What's that? One basically each team would have to score like one one sixteen. That's a lot of points, I feel like. It's a lot of points, but dude, this is new NBA. Like these these teams are gonna be pro and end of the third quarter, the score is gonna be like ninety five to ninety. So the Nuggets 115, 103, 112, 104, 121, 123, 114, 120. So they're there. They're there. And the Warriors are also there. So here's the storyline. The Warriors are going to come out, like I said, and, and, and big brother them and be like, this is our conference. You want revenge on us because we whooped you on your home court. Aha, ha, ha. Ain't happening because we're the real deal and you're not. The Nuggets are going to put up a bigger fight, though, because their whole thing is, yo, if they get ahead, we can't roll over and die like we did last time. So it's going to hit the over. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Over. Wow. Here's here's the thing. It's Big Cat. Big Cat saying life's too short to bet the under. Right. You don't want to be watching the Nuggets-Warriors game and being upset when they make buckets. We've had a few we've had a few bets that you just you 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 say it beforehand but you don't think it's strong enough and it's just like if you hit the over on this game you're just like yeah it was the freest of money. If it doesn't hit you're just like yeah I don't know something went wrong. Like it's it's all like you can't really take a fault for losing this bet. I heard you were giving out free money. Sewage Joe. Yeah. All right. That's our end of our Friday show. Actually, you know what? We did have a voicemail. I think we got to roll that over to next week. We're good. Oh, yeah. Where I started the timer late today. We'll we'll try. We'll try to do next Friday. We should do a full full voicemail episode like that other one we did. That was the goal to have Fridays be full voicemail episodes. But I don't think we promote the number enough and I don't think people call in enough. Anyway, we we don't promote it at all. 908-845. Five seven nine two. Put it in your phone. Most ridiculous school bus stories. Yeah, that fucking wrench story is too good. It's good. All right, that's the end of the show. Everyone enjoy your weekend. Everyone enjoy your bad day. But actually, have a good weekend. And uh, I guess, I guess, are we going to grade our weekends? No, we just got to do Monday through Fridays. Okay. Need to start tweeting those out so we can get the replies. See where everyone's at. Automatic, JJR, every day at noon. See ya. 10 a.m.
fucking best friend. Yeah. Seriously, it's like the best night.